Light. Hello, everyone. Welcome to American Pale Males Light. Light. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed there, it. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and with me is the other host. It's the Jeremy of the situation here. How about you? Uh, how about you get going with it, there, Michael? Yeah. Um, I'm unwrapping the rubber band around these trivia cards, seeing what's next in the stack, and jumping right in. It is. 20th anniversary edition. Now, when was the first anniversary? Uh, 1982. I just looked this up. Okay. <laughs> so this is from 2002. Okay. So keep that in mind as we go through these uh, trivia okay. questions. Blue category GV. I don't know what that is. What holiday do trigger-happy Bavarians ring in with... Oh boy, there's a German word. Why knocked Stutschen salute of gunfighter from ceremonial pistols well there's an awful lot of things that germans don't celebrate that revolves pistol fire um so noct is in there so i'm assuming it's eve or night Mm-hmm. my initial guess is new year's eve uh, good i like that let's go with that oh <laughs> it, it's christmas so jeremy <laughs> wow this christmas jeremy you can go outside on christmas day and uh Fire your Luger up into the air a few times and just say, What? I just saw that rating. Why Hanaksha Stutzen? Michael told me it was cool. Yeah. Okay. Pink category SS. Oh, no. Not a good follow up to the last question. <laughs> um, no, it really isn't. What football team was revered by Bill Swirsky's superfans on Saturday Night Live? Duh, Bears. <laughs> the Chicago Bears. You are incorrect. Michael? <laughs> yeah, yes, got that one. I just find it funny how they actually write that out correctly. Oh, they did write da bears out? No, or... they did not write da bears. Oh, okay. Yellow, I don't know what any of these mean. NWS, what organization was startled by the 1994 revelation that its founder, Candy Leitner, had become a paid lobbyist for the liquor industry? Okay, so the person's name is Candy. So I'm assuming that's a woman. Yes. Would this be like Mothers Against Drunk Driving? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous? No. That's, no. That no. doesn't seem right. That's a little more older. Yeah. I'm going to go with Mad. Especially in 94. They, they were really yeah. big around that. Yeah. So. That is correct, Jeremy. Woo woo. I didn't know that. That's kind of crappy. That's horrible. <laughs> that's truly terrible. What best-selling romance novelist did Details Magazine called Jackie Collins with cojones. There's a lot of the things in that uh, question that I didn't understand. <laughs> I uh, understood the part about cojones, but I don't know who Jackie Collins is. And it was what magazine? Details magazine. Jackie uh, never... Collins is a famous romance novelist. It's is this like probably James... gathered, but yes. <laughs> the James Patterson of romance novels? Uh, <laughs> yes, but with cojones. Who's that Nora? Nora... Nora Ephron? Yeah. She's not really romance, though, is she? Mm. Adjacent? Danielle Steele? Yeah, yes. That's the, I only, like that. that's the only romance name I can think of. Let's see what that is. I'm assuming it's romance. I don't know. I've never read one of her books. This is... There's so many of them. They just I know. churn them out. Yeah. This category is Brown WW, by the way. So whatever that means. And World Wrestling. I, I think we could have gotten this... Um, potentially Nicholas Sparks. Oh, blast. Yeah. The cojones part really threw us off. Oh, well, technically he does have cojones. <laughs> we picked a woman. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
green category, INV invention, maybe? Inventory? Um, Who knows? <laughs> Again, 2002, so maybe not the best. Anyway, what our, <laughs> what our word means to extract songs from audio CDs into computer files. Sweet. That's quaint. They don't even have CD players anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only have one because my computer is seven years old. Yeah. But that would be ripping, Michael. That'd be rip, yeah. Orange category, GT, Gran Turismo. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, yeah. How many hot dogs did the Minnesota Twins limit each fan to after a food <laughs> fight broke out on $1 weenie night? <laughs> I don't even care if we get this one wrong because this is delightful. You've heard uh, the story of when we went to hot dog night, haven't you? I think you mentioned I don't know if that was on the show or if you just told me that, but... Well, since it's on. light, I'll keep it brief. Uh, sure. friends, friends of the show, Zach and Steve, uh, decided to make a competition at the basketball <laughs> game out of who could eat the most $1 hot dogs. And uh, I had three, and I didn't feel okay after that. <laughs> but I believe they both went up there at least twice and have six or seven hot dogs. Oh, God. And, like... A half of basketball, so 20 minutes of game time, maybe an hour, hour-ish. So that's a hot dog every 10 minutes for an hour, Michael. I feel fairly confident in saying that. Steve, chime in and let me know if I'm uh, right on this. But uh, back to the question, how many dogs? Um, Should we say, God? I wanna, it has to be a, a decent amount, like five or eight or something like that. Or Well, it's basically... But, well, no, but they're limiting to people. Yeah, okay. Four? I'm going to go three. Three? Uh, mm. I can do three. I really have no idea, so I am fine with whatever. And the reveal is five. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. That's a lot of hot dogs. Like, I realize that, that's a, that like a, a Major League Baseball hot dog probably costs like six, seven dollars a pop or something absurd that's like true. that. Yeah. It's probably just a boiled hot dog. But spinning on that little rack thing. Or one of those, yeah. Council of the show has uh, lived for several years on those when he worked at a gas station. <laughs> it always reminds me of that Simpsons. Yeah. Where Homer <laughs> eats the Quickie Mart hot dog that fell on the floor and... Food poisoning. It's got Band-Aids on it and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't... Is that where... Is that who needs the Quickie Mart? Is that the same episode? Yes, it is. God, I love those early Simpsons where the lead-in is so unrelated to the overall mm-hmm. plot, and they still manage to pull it together. There's like eight minutes of Homer dealing with food poisoning before it's like even related to Apu having a crisis of self. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of so good, should we get into the tonight's FDR, Jeremy? Agreed. FDR is where we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. Jeremy, what do we have tonight? We are going to a stalwart of independent craft brewing. We're going to Sam Adams Winter Lager. It's chilly outside, Michael, you see. Yeah, it's we're in the dead of winter, I guess you could say. The crotch of winter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's cold out there, and I think this is appropriate. This is a festive Bach beer, you see. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Um, on the website, this says it's a wheat Bach with warming spices. Uh, celebrate the season. I guess there's no punctuation there. Or <laughs> it's a title or something. Hey, um, you celebrate the season. <laughs> German brewers were onto something centuries ago when they created rich Bach beers for the winter. Our version is spiced with cinnamon, ginger, and orange peel for a deep flavor and malty finish. 
that will warm you on a cold winter night. It is pretty cold outside, Michael. You're probably getting snow at this point. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be like an ice storm tonight or something, mm-hmm. which will be terrible. Oh, we got uh, malt varieties. Please hit me. Yeah, Sam Adams Churro Pale Malt, Caramel 60, Malted Wheat, Weyermann Carafa Malt, I think I said that right, and Munich 10. Hop varieties include Spalt, Spalter, <laughs> Hallertau Mittelfrau, Noble Hops. And I would hope so. Uh, ABV 5.6 and 22 IBU and 193 calories. <laughs> Just saying. Well, so that, but I've also gotten independent confirmation from a friend of the show, Zach, that it was five to six uh, hot dogs apiece. Okay. He also asked if he was drunk at the time, and I don't think he was. I think we may have had a beer beforehand, but... Nothing too crazy. Not Nothing silly. Anyway, now that that's out, six dogs. They both felt terrible afterwards. Yeah, I don't know how those guys, champion eater guys, can eat that many and not barf all the way over. I can tell you how they do it. Like, physically how they do it. So I actually have had to look this up. Okay. Because I was confounded because I, I remember I looked it up for some sort of uh, one of my developmental bio classes. Uh-huh. Anyways, the stomach has stretch receptors on it, right? Mm-hmm. And... When it stretches too much, you've got too much food in your stomach, and then it causes you to expel, or too yes. much liquid, or too much whatever. So what you have to do is you have to slowly train those stretch receptors not to... Uh, activate. To more. activate. That's the best word there. So they drink a lot of water, and they eat a lot of cabbage to stretch their stomachs out. Oh, so just to acclimate to yes. having a stretched stomach and... yes. That's disgusting. <laughs> yes. And like the common sense would say that you don't want to eat before you have to eat a lot, but no. Because if you don't eat a lot beforehand, your stomach shrinks. Okay. Kind of re-upping uh-huh. some of those yes. receptors. So, yes. Uh, it's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, cabbage. Ugh. I like cabbage, but I don't know how they prepare it or if they're just like chomping on it raw, like it's a hand fruit or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just sitting there watching a basketball game. <laughs> but uh, shall we crack into this, Michael? Yeah, I have poured it already. Oh, well, so. thanks for the heads up. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go in while I discuss this pour here? Well, I will say, <laughs> I'll jump on your pour. It's a lovely chestnut color. I'll it let is. you take it from there. Uh, it's effervescent, which is to be expected from a lager. It's clear. The copper is just about the right description for it. And uh, oddly enough, it smells like cabbage and hot dogs. <laughs> oh, man, no, no, it doesn't at all. It smells like a bock. Yeah. Michael, have you gone in? I did. It, it's weird. I can't say much about the flavors yet because it was different than I was expecting. Maybe more complex than I was expecting. It has a really nice lager mouthfeel to it. It's a nice thickness there. What are you um, getting on the nose? Not, not getting a ton. Not getting a ton, actually, yeah. Do we consider lagers to have a lot of... Uh, nose to them unless yeah, it's aroma. something a freak beer i mean you kind of get that crisp factor but i feel this is a little heavier for that yeah there's just kind of a faint malty nose it's, it's malty it's kind of nutty yeah and i would say that's kind of the beer too it's it's weird it's it's good and i enjoy drinking it but i can't say why yet i don't know i don't know if you have any more insight jeremy i'm kind of spinning my wheels with this one is this nutmeg that i'm tasting uh 
I'm bad cinnamon with and spice. ginger, according to them, but maybe it is cinnamon because it's it's almost got a syrupy sweetness to it, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a uh, a, a thick sticks to your ribs sort of way, and it's which is kind of weird considering that this is a lager. Right. That's I think that's what's kind of disrupting my brain right now is I was expecting something a little more lighter and it's or more crisp anyways right yeah it's, yeah it's kind of a more earthy caramely flavor well it does have all manner of noble hop in it that would do which it too. would lead to the earthy floral yeah no not floral yeah I think that's what I what now yeah, I think that's I think that is what I'm tasting that's kind of throwing me off a little bit. It's, it's the sweetness, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, it's almost like a dark pilsner. A little bit. Yeah. So it doesn't have that crispness necessarily. I mean, it is crisp, relatively speaking, but it's mm-hmm. not like a pilsner pop crisp. It's, it's got the general lager crispness to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just the color of this tells me that it is uh, going to be sweet. You know what I mean? Just because in order to get a color this deep, if they're not adding, like, weird freaky dyes, and I I don't suspect they are, it almost certainly has to come from the grains, right? Right, yeah. C60 or something like that? Yeah, I think that was even... Yes, C60 is in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, cool. I either remembered something or pulled it out of the nethers. (laughs) The more this warms up, the more of a nutty... They're orange peel in this as well. Yeah, I'm not picking that up very much i might be i think of all the adjuncts i'm picking up maybe a little ginger the most really because i'm not getting that really just like a little bit at the end i don't know maybe that's subconscious implant from reading it i mean maybe yeah well bach is a strong lager of german origin michael (laughs) yes it's malty you see so and i think that that's what's throwing us off i think the adjuncts are just sort of there to add like a little bit of the uh the warmth because this is not technically described as a winter warmer. Right. Because it's not an ale. But it's, for all intents and purposes, a winter warmer. And that winter warmth, I feel, comes from the spices, even though we're not really tasting them. Both c- cinnamon and ginger do give off a warming feel, if yeah. that makes any sense. To me, the finish is a little black a little bit. And I think maybe it's some maybe a sweetness. Sweetness is over is a bit overwhelming yeah just like a malty sweetness not Mm -hmm. like a sugar sweetness but no and yeah so like i like the initial taste and then after it goes down the gullet it's kind of like well there's a few people i'm seeing that rate this higher than the boston lager which that's just silly i think i would prefer a boston lager over this yeah have you done a boston lager light michael no i haven't it's actually not bad at all it passed the uh, the reach test at a family gathering some years ago, and I remember just like, well, when else am I going to be able to try a Sam Adams Light without having to pay for it? Right, yeah. That's a perfect opportunity. Wasn't bad. We might have to do that if I can ever find it and not have to buy like 30 of them at a clip. A single, or a sixer or something. Or even tall boys I would go for, but I yeah. highly doubt they're going to do that. I guess let's let's rate this one. Uh, you know, I well, I'll wait till my summation. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I can go first. I'll take yeah, a go for it. Soj here. You know, I wasn't expecting this to knock it out of the park or anything. You know, it's the Sam Adams. They make solid brews. 
that you almost can't go wrong with, but I wasn't expecting anything stellar with this one. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it, it barely meets those low expectations I had for it. The, the flavor is nice, but the finish is just kind of... It's kind of gross. Kind of gross, yeah. Before you give your rating, okay. what is your favorite weird Sam Adams that you can think of? Well, I haven't had this in a while. Probably haven't had this since college, so don't quote me on this. Because I think I know what mine is. I liked past tense, liked their cherry wheat. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And I did see that in the store when I was doing the last grab. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'll get it for the, another swap in the future. Because I thought it was discontinued. And then I'm like, whoa, it's still available. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to revisit that with a critical tongue. I also remember enjoying their black IPA, or their uh, the black lager. I love that a lot. And in fact, that was like one of the first craft beers that I had, and that really clicked for me. Mm-hmm. This one, however... Not so much. Not clicking so much. You know, I was going to go a 3, but I think I'm actually going to go 2.75, with the caveat that I would still probably reach for it if I saw it at a mm-hmm. winter gathering, because it's, it's not bad, but I'm just kind of underwhelmed by it. Yeah. Michael, are we uh, confusing this with old Fezziwig? I've had that before. Uh Uh-huh. But I think that was better than this. I believe that's the ale version of this. Oh, okay. I don't think that the styles are jiving quite Mm. well enough. The spices aren't really popping. Right. There's no yeast flavor. It's just malts with a little bit of warmth that's, like, just nondescript warmth. Yeah. And it's not even a liquor warmth, like you would get in a barrel-aged beer. But I'm going to go in for a sip of judgment anyways, because I still have a little bit left. Yeah, do so. I'm curious to see where you land. I used to get these Sam Adams 24 or 12 packs winter sampler, and oh, that yeah. was always oh, yeah. a joy to dig through. But Wasn't there one with like a bulldog on it? Gosh. I remember one was a chocolate box, maybe? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was good. That was a good... I, I really like that one, actually. No, but... I'm thinking of Bully Porter from... Uh, oh, Boulevard. Boulevard. Never mind. Um, so the more I have this and the more it warms up in my hand, even though it's still fairly cold, the more I'm disliking this. Mm. This uh, this sweetness is really getting insipid. Mm. Um, and I'm not exactly seeing a whole lot of anything coming out to like this sure. or to like about this. But like you were saying with the Sam Adams, it's only going to be so bad. It's not like we're drinking uh, Steel Reserve Blue Raz. Yeah. Or anything like this, like, I'm not going to dump it, but I'm certainly not going to... I don't know if I would reach for this if it was in the cooler. Okay. I'm going to go two stars. Yeah, I mean, I can't disparage that assessment. It's it's just too sweet. It's... Too sweet! Well, I mean, that too, but, uh... (laughs) Finger poke of doom. But, uh... (laughs) It's it's just kind of bleh. Yeah. It's flat and not in a carbonation sense. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. It just finishes with a thud. Yeah. That noise you just made actually exemplifies how my tongue feels right now. So that's apt. If there was anything to cut through the sweetness, it would be okay. Like a massive ginger pop. Yeah. Because because we made, did you had the, uh, the ginger porter we made some years ago, right? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. We made a ginger porter some years ago, and I think I need to do it again, because it was really good, and uh, it had that zing of ginger on it, and that's what this needs. A little zing of cinnamon, ginger, orange, something to cut through the noise. A little zazz to cut out the jive. Yes. But uh, 
Yeah, another one down the gullet, Michael. Another one down the gullet. APM pot everywhere, including on Tapped, where host emeritus Mike throws our ratings up. Thank you, Mike. Uh, rate, review, subscribe if you can. But yeah, we'll leave it at that for this light episode. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Light.